0: Following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them yeah! Blowing out of the backfield, and exploding down the sidelines. This
1: is Hanging with the Boys, presented by stuff where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts. Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly and Shannon Gross. Shannon
2: Right, let's take into to school, Jazz. You are looking at a live shot at the Ford Center and Tostitos Plaza. Uh, we are here at the Star in Frisco, home of the Dallas Cowboys. Hello, everyone, and special shouts out to Cowboy Nation. You are now rocking with the best. This is Heckman Harrison, and you are hanging out with us on in the SWBC Mortgage Studios, and y'all know what it is. This is HWTB, baby. We taking care of the business today, and... Uh, We got a guy back in the building. I can't wait. I can't wait. But Kurt Diesel is across from me, editor in chief of Star Magazine. On the line is Super Bowl champion and former Dallas Cowboy wide receiver Isaiah Standback and Mr. International player with a passport, Jesse Holly.
3: Oh, no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. There will be a new addressing of me. Ooh. going forward. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Right now, it'll be Emmy nominated.
2: Tell them. Tell the Collins. people. Tell the people. <laughs> Tell In the people. In a few
3: weeks, it might be Emmy Award winner. Yeah. But for now, we're going to go with Emmy nominated. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want that to stick a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because nice. we're going to go with Emmy nominated. This is the first time I've been on the show since the nominations have come out. Mm-hmm. So this is... I will be addressed as Emmy nominated.
2: You know, you know. Jesse they Harley. say, you know, God don't give you more than you can handle. And that's why I'm not gonna win. Because you know win the
3: the complete level of ignorance that will be on display. I'm going to get it on a chain.
2: Don't do that. I'm going to get it Jesse's come.
3: You know, you know.
2: But now nah, What's nah, up, fellas? Nah. What's up, man? And. and you were, you were. Well, Isaiah, come on, man. I want. What's up? Say something, man. Let the people know you. What's in the up, man? I, I'm in the building, man. I just, I, you know,
4: Jesse, I, I, I hear my guys back in the building. You know, I, I know he's missing. It's an international part yeah. two. You know what I'm saying? I know that that's pit bull status. But we're gonna go ahead and let Jesse roll with it. Uh, I'm, I'm proud, proud of my guy, man. He's doing a lot of things right now. So, uh, congratulations on the nomination, bro. I'm gonna, just gonna leave it at the nomination for this for this week. Yeah. Uh, but we'll we'll come back around here in a couple weeks.
2: Absolutely. I appreciate that, man. Thank you, man. But you are you have been out of the country. Yes. Being an ambassador yes. for the sport. So yes. please let the people know what you've been up to.
3: So I, I have I just returned a couple days ago from Cartagena, Colombia, and I've been working in Cartagena, Colombia, with expanding the game of football, uh, the game that I love, the game that has changed my life. And so I had an opportunity to put on a sports clinic Okay. And so, um, you know, I wanted to do something that wasn't natural to their everyday. And at first, when I first was out there and I was kind of introducing it, it, I got some pushback.
2: Hmm. Okay, they were
3: like, "We don't do football. We do soccer." Of course. And it was like, "We do soccer or we'll do baseball." But this whole football thing, this, this football americano that you're talking about, we right. don't really, we don't really get down like that. Right. And so it it took me having to break down the game of football and how important it is for youth. And if there's parents listening in the States, hear what I'm saying to you. How important it is for youth to play multiple sports. Mm -hmm. Not only that, all of these sports go hand in hand with one another. All of the movements, and Isaiah can speak more into that because he's into that world now with his business all of the muscle movements and the muscle structures and all that you're building up, they all go hand in hand. Eye hand coordination, lateral movement, explosion, whether that's track, baseball, football, basketball, they all go hand in hand. So I had an opportunity to put on a sports clinic and it was phenomenal. I I had kids come out and uh, I had coaching sessions in the morning uh, for the coaches in these different communities. And a lot of these communities are of the poorer communities. They came out and I didn't know what to expect. Honestly, I did not know what to expect. They had notebooks. They were taking like, I was on a board, like taking pictures of like, no, 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 don't erase. Like taking pictures of the board and they had so many questions. And then in the afternoon, we had the kids come out and then we went through different things, drills and stuff like that. And then I was teaching them offense and defense, stuff like that. And it was the thing that you have to understand when you're dealing in poor communities. If you're not giving away something for free food clothes medical dental whatever yeah. they don't come back a second day if they're not interested right mm-hmm. i wasn't giving away food i wasn't giving away anything but information mm-hmm. and my class was packed for three days in a row
2: Man, that is awesome.
3: So that's what Great. I was doing, man. And I hope that maybe I gotta talk with the Cowboys people, but I, I wanna I want I want this football thing to grow internationally like the NFL wants to do. And I think South America and Cartagena, where i I have a strong foundation there. Uh, we can start there. Maybe some Cowboy stuff happening uh, in Cartagena coming yes. soon.
2: Man, I know you set up shop, so I can't wait to to hear all about it, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you did, but I'm, man, I'm really proud of that. Proud to hear that. And also, you know, your story, uh, the Emmy, I thought what the DallasCowboys.com did to, uh, in your story, I thought was uh, fantastic, yeah. magnificent. Um, man, and to have you back in the building. Yes, I'm happy. Oh, we're going to gonna get, we gonna get into some dirt today, because uh, I should have <laughs> hey, read the disclaimer. Remember the the disclaimer that <laughs> I've been reading. I should have read that today. But, Kurt, look, you might want to leave because if you stay, you're an accessory. <laughs> uh, I put hey, oh, up with, uh, you know, Shannon yeah. and yeah. Jesse. So, i this ain't new. We, in. In. we all go to the principal's office together. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, look, I got to ask you this. You know, news and notes, we know that today that the, the team is taking a, a bit of a break. Or We've been hearing that there may be game <laughs> situations. But, yeah. What do you know game notes? Uh, excuse me. Just camp notes or news well, and notes.
5: The most recent news is the team has uh, waived Aaron Hansford linebacker from he was an undrafted guy out of Texas. And some guys some people thought he might be able to make a little noise. But he started the year on the pup. He's gone now. Maybe the more significant part of that is there's now a roster spot open. So who knows hmm. could be something coming along. Um, which we'll probably get into in a little bit. But outside of that, you know, th- typical training camp, guys are starting to get banged up, injured. Two of our tight ends are, you know, Sprinkle and uh, Ferguson, the rookie, both set out yesterday with, with uh, I think, Achilles and a hamstring issue. And Screw uh, Cox set out with, you know, knee trouble. Hopefully They're saying it's not any big deal, but for a guy coming off an ACL, you, you never know. Right. So. Um, those are kind of the two ty- you know, there's a lot of little stuff going on and things we'll get into later, but that's kind of the most recent stuff.
2: Now, Isaiah, you're out there in Oxnard and you can definitely check the, the temperature of what's going on with yeah. the club right now. In your estimation, obviously being that you got there two days ago, man, just what's your, your thought process right now on, on the team and, and what's happening with them in Oxnard.
4: Yeah, I've been taking it all in. I know uh, myself and Jesse, we just go out here and shake our hand right now. I'm actually sitting across a where they're going through a walkthrough right now. Yeah, I'm gonna run it back. A walkthrough right now, a walkthrough practice. Um, it's not what we grew up in, but it's it's the new age of the NFL. But overall, man, these guys were running around yesterday. There's a lot of it was high tempo. It was highly competitive. Um, there's obviously some highlights in terms of what the defense was doing. They had some some nice looks in terms of three high. Um, some of their fronts that they brought, they came out with Ridgeway and Hill being a nice little pairing on the inside. They both had a great day. Sam Williams doing a great job on the defensive line. Um, now obviously, there are a lot of conversation right now is revolving around the receiver position and the health uh, surrounding that. There's definitely a lot of health concerns uh, regarding the Cowboys right now, not only just at the receiver position, but you guys just mentioned, uh, at the tight end position with Sprinkler and Ferguson, both not participating. Uh, Jabril Cox, obviously, um, not being really available yesterday sounded like he had it like he bumped his knee, um, had a, had a, uh, had a little contusion on his knee. It sounds like, um, and then you go to the offensive of line. And one thing that I don't, I don't think is being talked about enough is, is that weird, we're without Matt Walletzko and you know, what that's going to look like going forward because they drafted him with the intention of him having that additional depth at that tackle position. And now all of a sudden, He's not looking like he's going to be available. So a lot of questions revolving around injuries right now. It's early. You expect those things in camp, uh, but that doesn't make you feel any 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 better going into the season.
2: Well, I, I may as well address the elephant in the room. Um, and, and it's not me, but I'm just saying. It's just, the, the deal is, guys, is that for a very long time. And Isaiah, obviously, we, we're on talking cowboys uh, together. And seeing you, Rob and Kyle, today on made me sick. I just want to say that. Uh, <laughs> without me, but it's cool. It's cool. Uh, but but where we you you've been saying for a long time that. You know, wide receiver depth is, you know, we have to get better there. Even linebacker depth, you've been talking about that. Uh, Swing tackle, we've been going over these things. But for you guys that are, you know, former pro wide receivers – the conundrum that the Dallas Cowboys find themselves in. And, and Jesse, you know what? I'm going to start with you. Here we go. Baby. You know what oh, now? Uh, let's go. I'm, I'm going to start with take you. take a break you know, go. Go. No, hold on. Let's because, go. Let's take a break. I'm going to let you do this live from the bully pulpit here at the Star. Sound off, because I'm sure you have an opinion about where the Dallas Cowboys are and the state of the depth uh, and James Washington's injury.
3: You know, and here's the thing. Have like, you know, you, you look around, and you start saying to yourself, man, this front office can't be this incompetent, right? And you just can't go into a situation where you're saying, are we really going in with this wide receiver group? Are we really going to go in with this? Are we really going to go with that? And now you start to look at are going, this isn't an accident. This is not an accident. We're, we're thinking this thing is a little bit off course. No, no, no. This is going according to plan. This is what they want. This is what they want. How is is this what they mm. want? This is the and I'm never a fan of this, but this is what you call the organic tank. Mm. Oh wow This is boy. this really this really is when you start looking around and more. you start saying, wait a second. Our team who got bullied in the first round of the playoffs last year by San Francisco. Yes. Okay. Well well, how do we negate that? How do we improve that? How do we not become the 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 torps? of the playground anymore. Oh, OK, well, we'll get rid of LC. Oh, OK, cool. Oh, We'll get rid of a number one wide receiver in Amari Cooper. Oh, oh OK, cool. Uh, we'll just start letting guys go left and right. And then we don't re- we don't replenish. We don't bring anything back in. We don't we don't try to bolster it um, with surefire things. Because I know you can go into the draft and you can want to get things and get, in, you know, do things in the draft and so on and so forth but that's always a 50-50 crapshoot. Even the guy that you get in the high end of the draft, now those have more tendencies to be players than those who are in the later rounds, but even that's a 50-50 crapshoot, and we've seen that on both ends of the spectrums here with the Cowboys, with guys in the first and second round high draft picks not turning out to be what you need them to be. And you start looking around, and then you hear the report yesterday, well, we're in no rush to add veteran leadership to a wide receiver core that – CeeDee Lamb is the only wide receiver that's healthy right now that has a touchdown in the National Football League. You can't, like, and he's one ankle injury. Now you're one ankle injury away, knock on wood, a hammy, a quad, a toe, a finger, a rib, whatever you want to call a shoulder, a collarbone, whatever. From now you're saying, I don't have my number one. My number two won't be there until we don't even know when Gallup is coming back. Right. And, and guy, what
5: kind of shape he'll be in? What
3: shape he'll be in? Then the guy that we have for number three, he's he's out, and then the rookie, we what? don't know what the rookie's gonna be.
2: Now I gotta I gotta I gotta <laughs> break in on that because you I mean you just can't. Where's the the bomb sound effect that you just walked in here with? Because you, because we 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 as media members,
3: we as fans, we gotta stop playing ourselves.
2: Okay. We, we got to stop playing
3: ourselves because we whoa, look around whoa, and just whoa, saying whoa. that. You're saying, you speaking that French now, all right? You're speaking that we, we, that. that, uh, that you're, <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. Every, every, don't, every, don't do
4: that now because I, this has been addressed for a long time and they did address it by bringing in James Washington. It just so happens to be that now the number two and the number three are out for at least most likely seemingly is like the first quarter of the year. Yeah, I know but, Gallup is a toss-up in terms of them saying, hey, maybe week one or two Let's just go ahead and say that that Gallup's gonna be out for the first four first four games, just like wow. Man. Let's just imagine that they both came back the same week. You're now out there with inexperienced guys. Noah Brown's having a good camp. We always know that he's been a consistent player in the role that he's been asked to play, but you're now going out there and I'm looking watching these guys line up with C D Lamb, Noah Brown, and uh and Dennis Houston. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Dennis Houston. He's doing a great job. Uh, but nobody else outside of camp knows who he is. So there's a lot of unknowns in that regard. And to Jesse's point, it takes, it takes one little thing, right? A jam finger, whatever it may be. And now all of a sudden you're in panic mode. So you're seeing, and it might be just them playing, you know, playing the game and it might just be playing politics is laying low, laying in the weeds because they can't let everybody know that they're in the market for a receiver. But let's be real. Let's be real. And Jesse, you know, this. they're looking for a receiver. And it's no question about it. It's just a matter of what receiver they're looking for and how much they're willing to spend on that receiver. But the longer you wait, if they continue to play that game, the longer you wait, what do we always say, Jesse? The price just went up. Because
3: not I know it, that you're it, now in
4: a dire situation.
3: Not only does the price go up, but you ain't the only one looking for a receiver, mm-hmm. homie. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, 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 Broncos just suffered a receiver loss. Right. They Done for the
2: year. Absolutely.
3: The Rams... They just lost a receiver for at least a couple months. Now, it, it's, it, if I'm a free agent, if I'm a free agent, I start looking around. And I'm going, oh man, it looks magically delicious to go to L.A. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Off a of Super Bowl, yeah. Matt Stafford, that coaching staff, that team. Oh man, let's ride. I might want to go to. I might want to go to Denver. Let's ride. Yeah. Bronco, nation. Let's ride. Why
5: would Jerry say that, though? Why would he say that we're we're going with our young guys?
2: But let me say this. Let me say. Okay. That. I got. I got. Because I cannot get jiggy to what you just said. Let's, let's ride. I can't. I can't. Let's ride. I can't do it because the thing when you say that you're the darling of the front office is Will McClay. Everybody every year said how great Will McClay is and what he does. Mm -hmm. And now you're in a situation with your young wide receivers and you knew that when you got rid of Amari Cooper. This was right there. And so the drop-off in talent, let's just keep it real. You say CeeDee Lamb is one injury away. So is the rest of the league. This is true on every roster that there is but there's levels to this there is levels to this so when your fourth wide receiver james washington who was your fourth wide receiver let's not act like the disparity in talent from the next guy is that far of a fall now if it's like that that's that next man up mentality that people try and sell you not with the number, not with your first-round guys, all right? But when we're talking about your fourth receiver, fifth guy, there shouldn't be that much of a drop-off. You should have those guys on your roster, or you failed in the front office, so you can't have it both ways. No, no, in it, the it, question,
5: but they don't even know if they have their number two and three Receivers on You the already roster.
2: knew that your number two was you started him on pulp because you knew what was going on. He had an ACL last yeah, year. You already knew that But
5: you don't know. I mean, he's, again, he's got an ACL. Do you know if he's going to be able to come back? Do you know if a rookie can handle the in, in receiver one of the toughest positions for a rookie? I
2: mean, yeah,
5: I mean, Look, I'm not saying that that's not a, a great of,
2: unknown. And I'm not saying that this this club has obviously placed their faith in Dak Prescott and Ceedee lamb and this offense and saying that Zeke and Tony Pollard can keep this team balanced. That's what they believe. But to say that there's an organic tank going on when the talent, you've been drafting the talent, you drafted it this year in Jalen Tober. Again, Jalen Tober,
3: and I like Jalen Tober. We don't know what Jalen Tober, Jalen Tobert and I'm, I'm I'm not, please, I'm not knocking, I'm not knocking Southern Alabama, but it's Southern Alabama. That's, that, 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 when, you're about the, when you're talking about the talent disparity, from what you get week in and week out. Oh, at, I love this. See now you're going to that SEC,
2: ACC thing where, where guys from different. Are you saying because he's coming from Southern Alabama, he's not a capable of rise to this level, Jay?
3: No, what I'm saying is I'm, what I'm saying is this. I'm saying there there is a difference. There, there is a difference. Let, let's not mistaken. There's not a difference. There's levels. There's levels to this. Now, can Jalen Tobert rise above that? Sure, but there's a learning curve. There's a huge learning curve that I think a lot of casual people just look over. And when when those bullets start flying and that young man is thinking, that changes a lot of things. That changes a ton of stuff. When you go up there and it's Sunday night football, Mm -hmm. it's Monday night football. time, all the time. All the time. And now that Prescott is up there and he's check, check, check. And he's boom, 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 boom. And that thing moving a little bit faster than you normally used to, and the guy, the guy across from you is an all-pro or a pro bowler.
2: Yeah.
3: Cause you go, cause you now gonna face either the, you're either gonna face the number one because they're gonna bracket with the number two in safety on C.D. Lamb, yeah. or you gonna get the best corner, second best corner on the team. So Jesse, let me give you a little bit of insight and, and, and give it add on to what
4: you're explaining right now. Heck, well, what he's referring to is what we what we witnessed yesterday at practice. So yesterday at practice, you have. Uh, you obviously have some of the guys that you, that one of the guys that you drafted in um, Tobit. And, and Tobit, I like him as well. But so yesterday when it came time for them to be a highly competitive period, there's a, uh, you know, Jack threw a ball in there that was a tight tight squeeze and he didn't come down with it. Hit him, hit him in both hands just didn't come down with it. I don't know if he if he got a little nervous in there because he's in there with the big fellas, but he didn't come down with it. Those are plays that you have to be able to make. Now, yes, it's just one play. Yes, it's early in camp. But that's an example of there being levels. You also talk about the young kid, you know, the USFL MVP, Kabate Turpin. You know, he's, he's an explosive little quick dude that everybody's talking about, hyping up, saying, oh, he's a sleeper pick. Well, yesterday he had a route that he ran across the middle, and there, there was a safety right there, and he took his eyes off the ball and ran smack dab into the chest of the safety with his eyes wide open. There yeah. are levels to this, so there is a learning curve that you have to continue to work on, and that you, you can't expect these guys to just simply walk in and be who they once were.
2: Yeah, and, and and I appreciate the interpretation, but at the same time, you know, I, I don't. I, you get to this level for a reason, and that's why I was saying the when you say the next man up, it it applies to those guys. On the back end, not your lead dog, your first-round draft pick. You've seen that with Tyron Smith when he goes down. He on the level that he's on. I understand that there's levels to it, and I, but I also feel like when you make the statement, we're going to see who our young guys are. You want to develop these guys. Noah Brown uh, has been around this, been around for a while, and he's a guy that you say right now he's dependable. All right, he's a guy that you can go to war with. All right, Jalen Tolbert, he's going to have spot duty. Michael Gallup, when he comes back, he's automatically your number two guy, all right? But you got to work up to that, get to that point. I just believe right now that, yes, they are still looking for a veteran veteran wide receiver, but they're going to let these young guys develop. And if we believe in Will McClay the way we say each and every podcast, this is the time where he makes, hey, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Because every, like you said, Every organization right now is dealing with injuries, and we can't every time there's an injury, injury go okay. Yeah, that's, now it's time to go sign OBJ. It's time to go get AB. That's come on. We can't we yeah, can't no, have that oh, because because oh like, just last week, two weeks ago, James Washington was just a possession receiver. He was a ho hum addition when we signed him, but now when he goes down, we go cry all over the. You know, it, well, come on, I, man. I, it's, it's not awesome.
3: it's not hey, James hey, Washington at, that we're the crying the over. You look at
4: the receiver position, right? Let's just look at that position in particular. Would you say that when healthy, that this is a top five, top ten receiving core in the
2: league? I I believe that last year at the beginning of the season that we had the top five receiving core with Amari Cooper, uh, CeeDee Lamb, and Michael Gallup. Yes, I did. Just from the firepower and what we did offensively, the potential there. I mean, I I see I saw it all as being explosive. They were the number one offense last year. Let's not act as though you didn't have that firepower. Let's not act like they didn't put up 50 burgers on teams. Why are we doing this? I mean, because when it comes down to the Cowboys, what we do is if you take the stats and the Dallas Cowboys away and put any other team, you say, oh, they're a contender. That's an elite team. But because it's the Dallas Cowboys, oh, I'm pump faking. Oh, I'm just a fan. You know, I think that all of these guys are Jared Rice. You know, I think all of them, Mike Irvin. I don't. I, I know that teams win football games. And Absolutely. Well, well, well. don't don't act like I, I don't understand what's being said when I know that this is a team game and teams are going to go out there and win the Lombardi. For
4: sure, for sure. I guess what? my reason for asking you that question is simply other teams, they're in a position to afford these injuries because of the depth at that position. The Dallas Cowboys are not as fortunate at that particular position this year, so that's all I'm saying. The other teams get in; somebody gets injured at that position. Guess what? There's another man that's very capable, and that every, there's no question marks regarding around that individual, whether or not he can or can't play at this level. That can simply step into the fold. Dallas Cowboys are not that fortunate. Their number two and their number three go down. You don't know. You can't ask Noah Brown to now take the take the number two position because he had, guess what? He has a full load at the, at, the,
2: at the special teams role as well. Right. Well, look, hold that thought because I got Jip Jazz in my ear saying that I got to go uh, to a break. You guys got me fired up here. We Jesse's like it. back in the building. <laughs> That's what I and do, baby. Going, Diesel is in the building. <laughs> and now we got the great Nate coming up in the second se- segment. Stay with us right here on Hanging with the Boys.
1: Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor. Guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed.
2: Welcome back to the SWBC Studios. This is Hanging with the Boys, sponsored by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. And the second segment is sponsored, brought to you by Blockchain.com. Man, I tell you what, Jesse, you ain't waste no time reintroducing yourself. Yes. <laughs> Let me reintroduce myself. So. My name is Jesse. Yeah, that's all fired up. Yeah, man, that's, I like it. He came right in here with his, his uh, second segment where we have Nate Newton uh, here with us with Isaiah from Oxnard, just rubbing it in. Nate, what's going on, brother? Nothing much, man. Just just listening to Jesse. I'm glad he had a successful trip, and he's trying to expand the
0: NFL. And- that's a great thing, man, Jesse, that you're doing down there, helping those people, man, understand uh, American football as well as American culture, man. That's a great thing.
3: I appreciate that, yep. man. I appreciate that. i yeah. tell you one thing. You can't road trip there in the van. So <laughs> 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 and I got you I got you all set up when you're ready to roll.
0: Okay. Well, we'll, we'll go down there, man, and just give that information, man. Yeah, That's all we
2: can do. Well, guys, I, I want to, to, to throw this over uh, to you, Nate, just to ask you about just the vibe uh, down there in Oxnard. I know you've been watching those guys in the middle uh, and, and just want to get your overall assessment from the first day of pads uh, mm-hmm. into what you've seen to this point. Man, it just –
0: offense offensive line is, is way behind and they're going to continue to work hard every day. Uh, you know, every time I talk to a scout or to a coach, I'm like, consistency coaching. consistency means five guys the same five guys working together, building a rhythm, building a bond, that, that pity Pat moving in and out, you know, musical chairs, that stuff right there to get you hurt. You don't have but a limited amount, amount of padded practice. And I just wish that the offensive line can get some uh, continuity. Uh, yesterday, uh, the young guys, uh, Tiger looked a little bit better yeah. than, than Connor. Connor did not look well yesterday. So, uh, Maybe they're going to start leaning towards this kid a little bit more as they go getting ready for this week, getting ready for Denver. Maybe they'll get this kid uh, a little bit more run. I mean, Tyler Smith, the first round pick.
2: And just from your, I mean, when it comes down to being an expert on guard play, just from what you've seen from the young man so far, I mean, we need him to be a contributor right away. Uh, Is he trying, is he giving you any confidence from what you've seen, Nate? Uh,
0: Yes, from, from the first day. Yes, he, he he moving a little slower than I want him to, but you can't. You know, each guy has to build his own momentum and, and get his confidence. How he get it? He's getting more and more confident. And uh, one thing about it, man, when he put his hands on a dude, them dudes feel it, man. You can see their body jerk. So when he's confident and getting off the snap with the rest of the guys, uh, yeah, they 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 move people, man. Uh, now he he want to control folks. He got to learn to stay a little bit square keep his head, play side. You know, he's so used to, in college, just taking dudes and manhandling them. And that ain't happening out here with these grown men. You know, you ain't going to just manhandle everybody, you know. I mean, he threw uh, Tristan Hill on his neck one day, and then yesterday he threw another dude (laughs) on his neck. So, he's breaking necks out here day by day. (laughs) He's got to be a little bit more technique sound with his hands inside. Uh, He can get lazy sometimes, and that's just because he's played against Guys that are not athletic is what he's facing now in camp. Can, can and, I ask um, a you, can, can, I ask,
5: can I ask a dumb practice question?
0: No, it ain't dumb. Well, <laughs> on, this well you said question,
5: Mc- McGovern hasn't looked good. He didn't look good the past few days, and, and Smith is looking better, which I think is good for your first-round pick. He better, but are they facing the same guys? Is like one. Uh, of
0: yeah, yeah, because they give each guy a chance at that first team. Once they change, okay. they have uh, like first and second down, first down in, in uh, standard play. then they have uh nickel situations they have different situations and each one of them was get was rotating with the first team with tyron you know so okay. ball even got some uh, run at the first tackle position he he looked it okay but the defense number one this is the defense second year going into the second year they had a all whole off season to understand coach Quinn's defense and fellas. It shows. It shows night and day. I mean,
2: they... Why are you doing me like this, Nate? A, Why are you doing me like this, Nate? It's
0: an offensive breakdown mm-hmm. somewhere every on every play because the defense know where they're supposed to be. They're playing at a different speed, my friend. Mm-hmm. And then you got Dante Fowler sometimes playing second team. You have Sam Williams who hate tight ends. It's like <laughs> if he is on a tight end, it's something like, you know what? And I guess at Pacific, it's like dogs the tight ends, and they been <laughs> taking them to the ground, bro. They do Him and Fowler just been disrupting practice, man. So, but uh, beyond all of that, guys are still getting the offensive work in, and they're, and they're getting better. I just hate they had this slow day like this. I was hoping that they would have a uh, three days in a row where they bump it up, but it's, it's all good. They're out here walking around, man. Tomorrow, I think they're in pass, but I like the spirited talk about the wide between Jesse and uh, and Isaiah. That was spirited talk, man.
3: Nate, <laughs> before we move off the offensive line, and we're joined by Nate Newton, uh, who's on Boots on the Ground in Oxnard, California at Cowboys practice. Nate, let's swing to the other side of the offensive line, and, and I've been hearing a lot about Terrence Steele, and not a lot of good things about Terrence Steele, and I've reserved... Um anything that has to deal with Micah Parsons. Like when I hear oh Micah Parsons beat so and so, I I don't even count it. I hear so and so beat so like when I hear Micah Parsons does it, I let it go. But when right, I hear right. other names that come into play and you've been beat by those guys, that now becomes a concern to me. So with Terrence Steele, this kind of being his I guess make or break year, he had a really bad year. And came on uh, a lot to the point where they said, you know what, Lyle Collins, we don't even need you anymore. Mm-hmm. We're going to go with Terrence Steele. Yeah, you know, what have you seen from him in training camp? Are the reports matching what I'm, uh, or what you're seeing matching from what I'm hearing about him getting beat a lot and having a lot of kind of mistakes on that offensive line? You,
0: you know what? I, I looked at him last year, and it, in his first year, I at him, he does, just does not look good. He just does not look good uh, in practice. I, I, I even hollered at him. I hollered at him yesterday, man, bend your knees, punch this dude. <laughs> he turned around and looked at me. I said, Yeah, bend your knees and punch this dude. He does not look good in practice, man. I mean, he'll have a stretch where he'll have two or three good plays, and then you'd be like, Man, this this no name dude, who you have to look at that. What, what, what number was that? Just ran past him. He's just inconsistent like that, man. But he tries hard and he jumps around like that first grader, you know, excited and, I mean, I I believe this, Just When you have a guy like that, that's working hard just to be who he is, that's why you can't move him around. That's why he is your right tackle. And I think the coaching staff and the scouts have finally come to grips. This guy's not the greatest practice player. But in the games, he gives us what we need only at right tackle. Only at right tackle. You get what I'm saying?
2: Mm-hmm. No. And, and you know what? I, I think now we're about to start hearing this word, bubble. Guys on the bubble as as the first cuts uh, approach. We, Like you mentioned today, we had a linebacker uh, that was released. The, more and more of that is going to start to happen, especially with some of the position needs that we have that Jesse was just talking about. But we have log jams. in in other places cornerback is one where all those guys are not going to make it also at the defensive tackle uh, edge uh, position we just talked about Terrence Steele, a guy that's in a make it break it situation right now with the Dallas Cowboys and the swing tackle positions with ball how far are they going to go with him if he doesn't develop into the guy that they anticipated Uh, and and I'll swing this over to you uh, Isaiah any guy on the bubble that you can think of that is either making a case for himself or obviously going in the wrong direction
4: Not yet, not yet. I say you know it's too too soon in camp to say you know talk talk about start talking about the bubble. But I do think that in terms of one room that's extremely congested right now is the defensive line, and that's going to be very interesting to see exactly how that really pans out. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, yesterday the the one interior defensive lineman was Ridgeway and Hill, Um, and those guys were they were wrecking shop. And and I didn't realize I've met this individual, I saw talked with them Ridgeway that is. I don't, you don't realize how massive this dude is until you see him next to other players. D. Law yes. looks like a high school student next to him. Tristan Hill <laughs> looks like a freshman next to him. This dude is massive, uh, and he he has a he has a swagger and an attitude about him that that this defensive front needs. So I'm, I'm very excited to see what these guys do. If if yesterday was any indication, as you just heard Nick talk about it, if yesterday was any indication as of what these guys are going to do collectively as a front, uh, then
0: I'm I'm very excited about it. You know, fellas, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Uh, I, I know things seem to be moving fast. We'll be up on the preseason game next year. But this this management, these coaches and these scouts, as I say, say, they are not in a hurry to sign it. no one. They, they are truly going to look at these guys who they have here on this squad to give them every opportunity to make or break themselves in these uh, few padded practices. These walkthroughs, these mock practices, the games, whatever. I, call it, they, I mean, everybody, every scout I talk to, they will, they, they, they are set on where they're at right now. Now that the wide receiver thing is a funny thing, I don't, I don't know about that. But everywhere else, I mean, and, and, and the other question I have for everyone is, fellas, there's no one out there, as far as offensive linemen. There's no one out there. Check your, check your rosters. Yep.
3: I think for me, and maybe I'm maybe I'm reaching, and we all know I've known to do that as well. So. Uh, but Calvin Joseph, this is this is yep. a guy who the team, when drafted, was was one who they really looked to come in and kind of solidify that. And you see more reports in him in training camp, you know. TJ Vasher is putting in work on them. You know, yeah. uh, Houston's putting work in on them. I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of guys who are putting work in on, and 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 you know, we saw that we saw the TJ Vasher catch the one-handed catch, and 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 beside the catch, like I looked at what happened at the line of scrimmage, and this is a guy who you're talking about, TJ Vasher, six foot six, a lot of area space to get your hands on, and Kelvin Joseph, who was a guy at Kentucky who was known to be a good press corner. You didn't get a hand on him. <laughs> you didn't get a hand on him. Yeah. And you're seeing more of that happening where he's just out of position. He's double clutching in his brakes and he's uh, for for a guy who had that much expectation put on him, and then you can't ignore, I know that legally he was cleared, but you can't ignore that stuff. Yeah. What you're doing in the offseason. And when you start putting – you're not living up to the, to the expectation on the field um, physically, and then you have your situation where you're around this negative stuff in the offseason, and then you come to training camp and you're still not able to put that together. Those things, when they go into those meeting rooms and they're talking about guys and they're saying, this guy's not giving us what he needs. This guy is around people we probably shouldn't have him around. What are we going to do? Is this a trade piece? And this is a guy who we can, you know, when when it comes down to, you know, they wouldn't the give numbers up on game. A second round pick already, would they? I, I mean, you you can hold on to these guys as long as you want, and you end up in a Tristan Hill situation, right? Where he's been around for a couple years.
0: I, I really I'm just saying that, that just, you, you,
3: you. you need a you need a guy at that caliber to really like. We should be talking about him, and we should be talking about bookend corners. We should be saying, man. Kelvin Joseph and, and, and Trayvon Diggs are booking yeah. corners. Let's rock and roll. We got booking defensive ends. We got a middle go linebacker. That's a, amazing. Go line, we got corners. And now I got J-Ron and Malik Hooker. Let's, let's ride. But you but can't but say Jeff, that. What has, what has he shown you
4: that leads you to think that you should even be having that conversation? So I, I agree with you in terms of if we're going to put a bubble title on anybody, it has to be him because he hasn't shown you anything. And the reason why I say that, he hasn't shown you anything in terms of his ability to cover receivers at the caliber that we're expecting him to. Yeah. And he hasn't, sh- he hasn't shown his ability to make contributions on special teams, which would allow him the time right. to continue to develop at the quarterback position. That's so, why
2: he's my bubble guy. That's why he's one of my he, bubble guys.
4: I, I would agree with you in that regard.
2: You know, and I love hearing the names Uh, when you say Dante Fowler. That was another guy, Ho-Hum, when he got signed, you know, Dan Quinn guy. But just to hear what he's doing down in Oxnard, I've been hearing so much about Tristan Hill uh, dominating the line of scrimmage. And he was a guy that I think everybody was thinking may be a part of some of those cuts to get out, you know, and he's solidifying himself. And I guess that was what the question was. And then other guys like Nation Wright, when you talk about the pressure that's on Kelvin Joseph, Nation Wright, a fourth-round pick that not a lot of people agreed with, but he's making a case for himself as well.
3: And that's the thing mm-hmm. is when you have guys like a Nation Wright making plays, and you have other guys, uh, you know, Lewis and other guys who are playing decent ball in, in, in camp. And again, you look at a guy with, with such high pick. You're saying, "Dude, makes your point. I need more." Right. And and, and one of the ways you like like to Isaiah point how you can if you're not helping us out being a shutdown corner or at least a productive corner, then you gotta be a core special teams guy. Like you gotta be yep. an ace. You can't be just another guy. You have to be yep. an ace. We have to be able to count on you on multiple phases on special teams. And you're not giving us that. So at the, at and, this point in time, what yeah. are, what are we what are we doing? We're holding on but, to a guy yeah. because of the draft pick status, but you're giving nothing in productivity and at times you weren't even suiting out on games That's on Sunday. And I, but to the, add on to that, Jesse, week, and
4: that's a per- that's a perfect point because yesterday in a post in a post practice conference uh, press conference, Coach McCarthy made it a point to talk about Nation Wright and his ability as a, his importance as a core special teamer, in addition and the value that he brought to the team last year. So that's a, a perfect example as somebody who's still developing at their position, but is making huge contributions in the special teams area. They will give you time. They will give you time to develop as long as you're helping them out in another area. But if you are a question mark on both ends, that's regardless of your your draft status, that's when you usually start becoming a bubble
0: guy. And to add on to that, I talked about it's a different player, but more to what you guys are saying is I talked to a scout yesterday, and he said, and I was asking about Armstrong and why they paid him. He said, Nate, a lot of people just looking at him as a defensive player, We know he's a a rotation guy, sometimes starter, rotation guy. He said, but he's in our category of 65% of all the plays. He plays three special teams, and he's one of the top rotation pieces that gives him those 65% snaps of the whole game. So I understand what you're saying. But one thing we got to understand, and and Isaiah will speak to this, Dan Quinn is telling him uh, boss man fat. He is telling boss man's past the very same things that you guys are, t- are saying now. I promise you, Dan Quinn don't, he don't back up.
3: But, so, but let me say this, Nate, If he's being told that and there's no response, then what are you man, left to do? Him.
2: That's on him. That's on him. Kurt, we, Kurt, get in we, here, man, man before they no, take every all the meat running, off the bone, No,
5: that's <laughs> I can't <laughs> add to that. They know.
2: <laughs> no man that this is great great conversation but we got to take a break we'll be right back uh with the final segment guys and we're gonna go uh two minute offense all right on this last segment uh you guys know got the questions already but thank you all hanging with us we'll be right back on hanging with the boys
1: brace yourself for an existential question has your butt been having enough fun lately have you been treating it well has it been going places if not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go. You go. They go, what was it? They go, you go. <laughs> and if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem, like me.
3: Not available in every state, based on coverage and limits selected.
1: Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the Team Hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owner's Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com.
2: Back to hanging with the boys. Boys. Back in action here at the Star in Frisco from the SWBC Mortgage Studios with Jesse Holly, my man, Kurt Diesel. as he will be referred to on this show. Hmm. Nate Newton and Isaiah stand back out in Oxnard, California. And, guys, Dallas Cowboys Training Camp presented by American Airlines is back in Oxnard, California. Check out all of the excitement for free. Enjoy daily practices, act- activities, and more at the River Ridge Fields through August 16th. For more information, visit dallascowboys.com slash training camp. And, guys, uh, I said two-minute – Going uh, to to the end of the show, I got a few yes and no. Well, I got one yes or no question, Uh, and I I got to ask for an explanation for why if if it definitely is a yes. But have you, Kurt Daniels? I wish I knew your middle name. I'd say it right now. (laughs) Kurt, have you taken the glass off of the panic button on August the third at one sixteen Central Standard Time?
5: Well, I. I think we might have talked about this before in the offseason. I came into this season with my doubts. Um, I, bu- I bought in wholeheartedly. I was drinking the Kool Aid last year. They were going all the way. I was in it, and then we got that punch gut of a playoff loss. So I told myself this year, I don't, you know, I'm with the moves that happened this offseason. I don't know if panic's the right word, but I, my expectations are kind of low at this point, I guess.
2: So the – the button hadn't been pushed. Everything no, is where you I'm thought not it
5: was No, I'm not pushing the be. button. I mean, given the division they're in and all that, you know, they'll they'll be fine. But I'm not sure playoff spots guaranteed at this point.
2: Isaac, I, Isaiah, stand back in the stand back family, please represent, and let me are know we if about you are. holistically the entire. Man, why, are you you why, are you doing, why are you doing me like that? Why are you hit nah, me, me with the holistically? <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on, man. Are you drinking green tea? Are you asking <laughs> you know, holistically? You no, know he is. Uh, yeah, avocado toast. Yeah, like a you know what I'm asking <laughs> you, Isaiah? Don't do me like that, man. Uh, not panic, but no. So I'm going to say no. I'm not hitting them.
4: I'm not, I'm, the glass is still closed uh, on the entire team. I think they're still in a position to to be successful. In terms of. If we want to talk about specifically the receiver group, I'm, my hand is pressed. Okay. <laughs> my, my hand is pressed at that position.
0: Nate? Kicker. Nate, Man, we got a defense, bro. We got a defense. If we have any symbolism in the run game, we're going to run this thing right the way we need to be, man, right to the first round of the playoffs. All right. forget, her, forget Nate a bust, sounds
3: man. so 1993. A, golly, this ain't <laughs> your Cowboys no more, yes.
2: Nate. That's <laughs> who oh, I love about Nate. That's oh, who I love <laughs> about Nate. <laughs> See? Yes. Hey.
0: I, I, I'm just being realistic. It, 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 I'm being realistic. If these guys run the ball, and I, they ain't got to be great at it, if they run the ball and let Dak throw this thing, it's a stat out there. they saying, with Dak throw the ball 30 or 35 times or less, he ain't lost the game. That means what they're doing to the other, them other 25 or 30 <laughs> plays. That means they running the ball, whether it's successful or not. don't matter. We got a defense, brother. We got a defense that got. I'm, 54 is bringing it, bro. That's hey, my fault. Jesse, I love you. I, take your hand off that button. I, I crush that's it. that's <laughs> my fault. I,
2: I, I didn't reiterate the question before I asked Nate, because I knew Nate was going to get to me anyway. uh, uh <laughs> Jesse, there's the panic button. Have you taken? Yes, you have. This man just said organic. I don't even have to ask you. This man just said organic. Take it. So go ahead.
3: This team has done nothing for me to believe otherwise, and I get it. We're in a weak division, but I said this before, and and people joked on me and they, they laughed about me. Um, Philly got a defense.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah. I was about to say this yes, division has historically been. Mm-hmm. Philly
3: got a defense. <laughs> also, history says that no team has, has, def- has def- uh, uh, um, repeated as division champions, yeah. in since two thousand and three or four. I know. I know the Giants have been the laughing stock of this division, but I think they found their guy in the head coach. I do, and that's going to make a difference. It's going to make a difference tremendously. It's not going to be this. I'm not saying that we're not going to win the division. I'm saying it's not going to be as cakewalky as y'all make it sound.
0: Exactly. It's and that not. that makes us better for the playoffs. It's that, not. That makes us but better for the playoffs.
3: This team, when you start looking around the landscape of the league, if we're just talking about today, this team can't beat the Niners. Today, this team can't beat Green Bay. Today, this team can't beat the Rams, right? So when you're looking around the league, you're trying to say, "Oh, what is this Cowboy team?" I'm saying, it's the same thing that they've been the last couple years. It's, it's they'll have their moments, they'll have their spots, but I don't care about regular season. I don't. We've had enough of that. What are you going to do when the, when the rubber hit the road? Right. When you got to face them dogs? When, 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 when Debo and, and and Trent Williams walking out playing Super Gremlin? What you gonna do then? What, what, what's going to happen then? With the boombox
2: in With your the, house. In
3: your crib. <laughs> yeah. What you going to do then? What yeah. you going to do when... when, when, when they when, are working when, on when that A, 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 No, they not.
2: Well, let they me say this. Working. Let me say this, guys. And, and and this is for Cowboy Nation. The I people you, that eight. tune in. The people that bleed silver and blue. We and, all bleed and, and, it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We all bleed it. Come yeah. down, Come down. But there are... There are people that want right now to believe that there is a snowball's chance in hell with a team that's coming off of a 12-5 and season. Now, you don't, you don't care about that, but the, the regular season. But when it comes down to the numbers, we try and gray those out like we just lost a subscription to a newspaper online, right? You, you can't do that. You have to consider what this team did. And San Francisco, let's just say what it is. We ran into, we ran into a bus off. We ran into a team that beat Green Bay at home in we twenty degree still, weather. Silverback. Uh, yes, that's what because we ran. We, you can't beat <laughs> that. <laughs> we ran into that. We ran into that. And, and, and they got. I, and, they did done, and, they did nothing,
3: and they did nothing but get more silverbacky. Is this team better? We will, look. If you,
2: if you had a crystal ball, defensively, offensively, we are working on it. If you had a crystal ball last year. You would have never predicted that Michael Parsons would be the player that he is. If you had but a crystal, right? But it, but you. he is. And if you had a crystal ball, wait a minute. If you had a crystal ball last year, you wouldn't have told me that the Bengals would have made it to the Super Bowl. Okay, I'll give you, you that would, one. You you couldn't do that. So okay. to even sit here right now and say that the Cowboys are dead in the water, I, I, it makes no sense to me. On your that, Michael
3: Parsons' part, I don't I don't I don't buy that. What you, do you mean? A, you don't need a crystal ball to say he's gonna be a good player. But you didn't know that he was gonna be the, that dude, him. No, no not Come on that, now. Not of that level. But a guy goes in the top fifteen of the of picks yes, in the draft. I'm talking he's about. He's supposed to be a good player. That no, no, that no. That's no.
0: where the coach came in at. That is where the coach. Unless and, 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 and honestly, and no. honestly,
3: luck, luck, helped us out last year. Had we not had suspensions? Had we not had COVID or injuries? We don't even know Michael Parsons can rush off the edge.
0: What is love? He, he,
3: he wouldn't have had that, a chance. To, if if Randy Gregory was here that, and Demarcus that, that Lawrence was stuff. here, he would have probably never got a chance to rush off the edge. But because we had those situations and we were backs against the wall, they were like, you know what? I'm in the lab. Let's see what the kid can do.
2: I don't disagree with what you're saying, but I think they would have got to that point one way or another.
3: I don't know. I don't know. Glad you're back, Jesse. I don't man, know. I, I don't know if we get to that point with Michael Parsons and finding out, holy hell, this kid is amazing. Let him rush some more. They might have lined him up in the in backfield and said, you know what? We really like Randy Gregory because this team traditionally has always been, we, we, we haven't been this whole move guys around, play guys out of position, do type stuff on defense. It's been, it's been mainly, hey, line up where I put you at, and we're going to go from there. And it just so happened that injuries, or suspensions, or COVID, or whatever it was, let us down. Let no. us down to a path where Michael Parsons no. came out and was like, "Oh, we got something." So-
4: Jesse, I, I hear you and I agree with you partially, but Dan Quinn happened. Okay, and I said that when Thank Dan you. Quinn first came on board. Dan Quinn is a game changer. Dan Quinn does not operate underneath everybody else's. Uh, you know the way in which everybody else does things. He does things his own Man, way. Man, I love, I love and Dan
2: Quinn. Them. I love Dan Quinn, and I agree with you, Isaiah. But sometimes a canine is a canine. He is a dog, and it didn't take 100%. Bill Parcells. It, it didn't take Bill Parcells to coach <laughs> Lawrence Taylor. It, it, it did not. Okay, so no, but it took but Bill it, Parcells, it, it Parcells to put Lawrence put Taylor in, right in position to yes, beat sir. LT. I got you. Yes, sir. I got you. So yes, let me, everybody do this with me. Wusa. And let's take a deep breath together.
0: No, I'm not wu side. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, the defense
2: is there. All we got
0: to do is act like we're going to run the ball and we're going to be successful. Who are we, run, run we, we, we
2: running the ball with? That's what
3: my question now is, Nate.
0: We're running the ball with Parsons and Zeke. We're running the ball yeah. behind number 77 seven, and 73. All right, we I'm the just asking what running back we running three, the
3: ball three. with.
0: It's that's not a question?
2: That is a question. So Nate, but that's that. not a question <laughs> to question. ask. That's, that's, one. that's a question to ask. Who are we running the ball with? Who are we running the ball with? Guys, We run it with Zeke and Parsons. All right. right. Zeke and Parsons. That's right. We're going to give Parsons the ball. He returning punts. He's going to play run. We need to get him killed. Hey, I want to to thank Jip Jazz and Terrence in the back. I want to thank all of you for continuously rocking with Hanging with the Boys. I think Hanging with the Boys this year is going to take pole position uh, on their way. And, 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 look, we'll be back. What did you say next week? We Monday, have to, Wednesday, Friday. Monday, 1230. Wednesday, 1230. I'm here. Uh, will you be out of – now I'm here. Monday,
3: Wednesday, Friday. Okay. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Kurt, today, yep. You got a you got a you got a front row seat of what it's like at the black cookout at the space table. <laughs> this is what you got today, Kurt. All right. If you've never been to the black cookout, <laughs> this is what happen around the space table right here. You get four black dudes, you get four
2: black dudes right. a topic, yeah, and this is what you get. And when and with awesome. and, and when Jesse's playing and you're his partner, just collect the books and let him talk. Yes. Hey, y'all come back with us here. Oh hanging with the boy.